Hello friends, welcome to Abide and Thrive Podcast. I am Bria, your host, and I am so glad you're here. Join me every Tuesday as we learn to abide in Him together, unravel scripture, and to have deep and encouraging conversations. But before we start, if you're listening to this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave a review rate and download this podcast your review not only helps me as your host but it also helps future listeners and so i hope you have your journals and i hope you have your pens ready because we're gonna go into this episode together Welcome to another episode of the Biden Thrive Podcast. This week, we're going to be talking all about obedience with a really special friend of mine, my friend Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. How are you? Hey, Bria. I'm good. How are you? I am so good. I'm doing well. Thank you. Um, okay, Tiffany. So before we start, I have a question to ask you. What's been your favorite thing in this season of life? Um, my favorite thing has honestly been, like, some friendships that are all kind of spread out across the U.S., so I'm currently in a season of, like, transition between Atlanta and California, and so I've met a ton of friends that are going to be in California in October with me, but, and so I've been able to keep up with them, like, over text and FaceTime and stuff, but I've also loved, like, the local church that I'm plugged into um, and just like being a part of that growing community um, and deepening those relationships so I can so yeah. Wow I love that so much and I feel like since you are in a season of transition there's so much with there's so much that comes with that and so yeah. I love and I think community is also so important especially in seasons of transition so I love that so much that's so cool. Yeah. All righty. So before we start, I want to just pray us in and ask the Holy Spirit to join us on this episode as we talk about obedience and what that looks like. And so I'll pray us in and we'll just get started. So, Lord, I thank you so much, God, for this episode. I thank you, Lord, for using my voice, using Tiffany's voice. I pray that our ears are open and our hearts are open to receive, Lord, your spirit and whatever you have to say through us, Lord. I pray for the listeners that are going to be hearing this podcast, and I pray that you would just have your way and um, reveal to us, Lord, what obedience looks like and what it means, Lord, through our conversation today and lord i just thank you so much for your spirit thank you lord for um just for who you are in your name lord i pray amen all righty tiffany so let's just talk about let's just start off by sharing um a little bit about yourself like who is tiffany what are you doing right now and yeah okay who is <laughs> tiffany well i am a daughter of the king of kings um my relationship with god is like the most important thing and so um i'm currently about to go jump into a missional community called the circuit riders um they're based in southern california they are a part of ywam and they're all about like activation and just basically switching from like 
a passive relationship with God into an active relationship with God and like actively saying yes, actively sharing the gospel, um, actively making disciples, all that stuff. So that's what I'm going to be doing come October 1st. Um, But in my past, I just finished being involved with like a women's or a college women's ministry called Delight Ministries. Um, It's all about creating Christ-centered community on college campuses around the U.S. And so there's a little over 200 chapters at different like colleges and universities, literally in every single state. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yes, I did that while I went to Mercy University for three years, graduated in 2021, and then worked as the Southeast Regional Director this past school year, where I got to oversee about 17 of those delight chapters in the southeast region so yeah so cool and i i i love that i had the opportunity to just like kind of watch you in all of those different stages um while you were still in college and i think it's so funny that like how god works and just like knowing you when you were just a college like a student and you actually tiffany actually baptized me so I feel like we have such a very special um, friendship, but I just love seeing how the Lord has like cultivated and direct directed your steps into like where you are now. And I just feel Mm. like that took your obedience and your yes. And so I would love for you just to kind of share your heart behind that and, um, graduating from college not I'm kind of like you're where where you were when you were a senior in college I'm sure you didn't kind of you didn't really have a plan as of yet and then going into a regional being a regional director of delight ministries and now circuit riders so just kind of share your journey your heart behind um what that looked like and what that took and your obedience and yeah yeah wow so um senior year of college I was actually spending the fall semester at home and doing school like online even though my school didn't really offer online classes and so I was able to get like special accommodations but it turned out or it turned into me being at home on zoom and like literally everyone else in the school was in person and so it really like created like this wilderness season of just like loneliness and isolation and and really just having to like depend on the Lord and even um like even taking my plans for my future to him I remember though I was at home I was so set on like going to um grad school after graduating and just like getting my master's in public health And then I eventually wanted to work at the CDC. And so I had this like four-year plan in my mind. Um, But actually a friend really spoke this into me. She was like, Tiffany, I feel like you should apply to be a regional director with Delight. Like you never know what could happen, um, Mm -hmm. but you might as well try. And when she first said that, I remember it was like around November, December. I was just finishing up my personal statement for grad school. Um, I was feeling pretty like proud and confident about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, okay, Lord, if you want me to to be a regional director, to work in ministry for a year, would you give me a yes for this grad school application and a yes for 
this like job application um (laughs) so that I know like it's you and not just an idea in my own head yeah um and so yeah a couple weeks went by I finished my application to grad school finished my application to work with Delight um went through two interviews with Delight and really just felt like the peace of God throughout all of it Mm -hmm. um I remember like feeling like okay well that interview went really well I could have either gotten it or I could have not but like it's okay yeah um but little did I know that was like the Lord preparing me just for like a simple yes when whenever I did find out that I did get the job um Mm -hmm. it was actually a week or two before I found out that I was that I got into grad school um but immediately it was like a yes in my heart of just like wow God like I have to serve you in this way um I have to give you like the simple yes without even like thinking about it um and it was crazy because I knew that the Lord would take care of all the details like I knew he would catch my mom up to speed I knew he would like provide financially I knew he would take care of everything he was just waiting on my yes and so it was like my honor to give him that yes immediately. And then about a week or two later, I found out about grad school and I was like, oh yeah, I prayed asking the Lord to give me both this and the job. But now like where we are. Yeah. Wow. And you had to make that decision. Like, am I going to continue to go through a delight or am I going to go to grad school? And so, Yeah. yeah, I love that so much. And also like, your heart behind I feel like even while in college and preparing your God was God was preparing your heart for women and mm. now you're about to be like serving with women and you were you were already like serving with women with the light ministries and so it and he, you had no idea about sicker riders before then like when mm. you when you were serving with um the light ministries and so it's just so cool how the Lord has like orchestrated each part um of your life to uh, and it was because it was because of your yes and your your obedience so I love that and how what are some challenges that you faced when making decisions maybe from like peers or family members or even like like financial situations like were there any challenges that you faced yeah, so literally all of the above, like, I remember when I first um, started telling friends I wasn't going to go to grad school, mm-hmm. it was kind of like this big, like, thing of like, are you sure? Are you crazy? Like, you got into a really good school that a lot of people are trying to get into. Um, like, are you sure you just want to throw that away? But my, and my mom, like, had the same perspective, but in my heart, I was like, okay, Lord, um, I'll defer my acceptance for a year, serve you just for one year, and then, like, go back to school after it, Um, and so I I began to share that with people, but I also kind of knew in the back of my mind, like, okay, what if I don't want to go back to school? Um, How is that going to play out, and, like, what if the Lord calls me to something else? So there's definitely a lot of, like, me weighing the Lord's voice versus, like, the voice of the world like friends family um Mm -hmm. even like culture of just saying like okay this is what you're supposed to do get like a nine to five job right after college or go to grad school then enter the workforce um I really had to like 
fight the two and just decide to listen to the voice of God over like the voice of man. Yeah, that's so good, Tiffany. And how how do you think like how do you think if someone's struggling with obedience or even like trusting the voice of God, what are some things that you would, that you would advise them to do? Yeah. Wow. That's a good question. I would say like pray, like literally get alone with God, not just once, but like multiple times, continue to show up to that secret place with God and just ask him questions. Like, Lord, do you want me to do this? Or do you want me to do this? And I think sometimes when we say that, it can be like such a lofty concept, but really we can make it so practical and just like really hone in on the Lord's voice. And we can even say like, God, I give you permission to speak to me through the voice of my mind, through people around me. Like I give you permission to use all these things to speak to me. That way we know like, okay, it's it's God. Like it's not it's not just the voice in our head, like, it's not just us coming up with an idea in our mind, but, like, it's the Lord who's sovereign and who reigns over our mind. It's Him infiltrating our thoughts, and so, really, when we say, God, I give you permission, it's not because He needs it, but it's because we need to, like, remember that it's not ours in the first place. Mm -hmm. Like, the Lord already has permission to speak into our lives, and to speak however He wants to, and so, like we need to stay in the word, stay in prayer and just silence the voice of our flesh and like silence the voice of the enemy so that we can hear um, what God is saying and so that we can hear his, his still voice. Yeah, I love that. And I think that's so true. Um, in order for us to hear the Lord's voice, we have to thought we have to like go into a quiet place to, to hear him. And so mm-hmm. I love that you said that. And um, I don't know. When I think of obedience, I think of, I think of trust, and I also think of like a challenge. Like there's, there's always going to be something that's gonna like test our faith in the process. And so, yeah. in that process of being obedient and trusting God, were there like any? I know, like raising money, raising like funds. Were there any? Were there any ways that you saw the Lord um, provide? in moments of obedience, like the, when you gave God your yes, were there any moments or Mm. um, any seasons where you were like, well, God, I gave you my yes. um, But how is this gonna, how is this gonna work out? Yeah. Um, I remember around this time last year, I was actually like fundraising my entire salary to work with Delight um, because it's a nonprofit. And so, each regional director had to raise between thirty and forty thousand dollars to cover our like year long salary and then also any ministry expenses. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I felt like the Lord gave me the number thirty eight thousand, and we had our first fundraising deadline of being like fifty percent fundraised by July first of last summer. Um, and I remember like. A week prior to that, I was at 22% fundraise. And mm-hmm. even two days prior to the deadline, I was still at that 22%. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was crazy because on July 1st, like the money just started rolling in from every which way. And it was like the Lord literally opened the floodgates of heaven and heard yeah. like every every cry out to him 
heard every like desperate plea like he was just keeping his promise and providing abundantly and so by the end of the deadline I had like over 66 percent fundraised um and that money like it was just the Lord shifting all of that money within 48 hours and just showing me that like he who calls really is faithful to provide he's just waiting on our yes and he'll like take care of everything else Wow. Yeah. I, I, I love that. And I love, I, that's what I love the most about like watching you and seeing, um, just like how you live your life so humbly, um, to please the Lord is that I, I love seeing how he provides in ways that we, that we can't provide on our own. And so, um, that's so cool. I love that. And, I don't know. I feel like that's what also sets us apart from the world, like as believers and as daughters of God or children, um, children of the Lord. I feel like that's what sets us apart from the world is our our obedience, Um, because I feel I I feel like in seasons of um, wilderness or struggle, I remember um, leaving the school that I met, actually leaving the college that I met you at. Um, and taking this, taking a semester off. So, um, I finished up spring semester there and I took all of summer and also fall semester off. And I remember it being like one of the hardest seasons of like not knowing what I was going to do. If I'm going to go back to college, what am I going to go, where am I going to go to school at? And what am I going to major in? Because I was majoring in biology and I don't know. I remember just being in like such a, such a hard such such a tough season um and I I I really felt that I was called to ministry but I didn't know what that looked like I didn't know what that meant or what that looked like for me um and I found that about the school that I'm at currently and I believe that it was just it, it took one step of leaving where I was like it took that yes that obedience to leave where to leave where I was to go home not knowing what like what I was going to do um to God like opening up another door um and providing in such a way like that and so I don't know I just I'm like fascinated by um our obedience to the to the Lord and like what he does through our yes and what he does through our, through our obedience yeah it's so cool just to see like his faithfulness in that and like how he provides yeah it really does like show us the character of God and that he has like this grand plan um that he really doesn't need us like in order for his will to be done he doesn't need our yes but he wants it because he considers us co-laborers with him Mm. Uh, so like he wants to use us in like establishing his kingdom here on earth um and really like if we're disobedient, then we're we're robbing ourselves of the opportunity to to co labor with God, which is like a crazy thought. Yeah, I and also I was like I was reading over the scripture. It says, "As the Father has loved me, I also loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments." and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is my command, love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this 
to lay down his life for his friends. And the last part of that verse, um, to lay down his life for his friends. No, no one has greater love than this. Um, I just, I see that as like a sacrifice and as an act of obedience. And I also, I also believe that the act of obedience is a sacrifice because we have to sacrifice what we know as familiar or sacrifice what we know as to be like comfortable or even like you mentioned like having a plan for our life or having a plan for what we're going to do and um we have to sacrifice that to say no lord i'm gonna i'm gonna say yes to your plan i'm gonna say yes to what you have because i know that it's greater um and i know that it's that it's going to benefit um something greater so i love that yeah that's so interesting i was actually i was reading this verse earlier it's in first samuel 15 mm-hmm. verse 22 um it says but samuel replied what is more pleasing to the lord your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to his voice listen mm-hmm. behold Obedience is better than sacrifice, and submission is better than offering the fat of rams. Wow. So, yeah, that, like, holding that truth, but with also with what you said, I think the Lord really does want both, but he's saying that, like, we can easily give a sacrifice or an offering of, like, I don't know, $5 at church, you know, but the Lord wants us to obey when he tells us to give like $50 when he tells us to give our last $50 and mm-hmm. we're like oh but I can just sacrifice like a coffee I can just give like this $5 <laughs> yeah. but the Lord is asking for both really like he wants all of our lives he wants our whole heart not just a little part of it well yeah. um and so yeah that's why I think he says obedience is better than sacrifice like yes obedience mm-hmm. requires sacrifice like even thinking of Abraham um, having to sacrifice Isaac, like it was, it was about his obedience, but the sacrifice came second. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's the heart posture yeah. behind it. Yeah. Wow. And that scripture I read was coming from John 15 verses nine through, thir- nine through 13. I don't think I mentioned that. Um, but that's so cool. Um, I didn't. I didn't realize that sacrifice. I, it it's kind of they both kind of play a part. But obedience yeah. is what obedience is. What he's he's looking for is what he what he wants. And yeah. I also believe as believers and as followers of God, we're called to live a life of of obedience. We're called to um, give up what we desire give up our desires for um for him and so as you're going into this like transition season um has that been how did how has that been for you of like giving up yourself or giving up um what you want to go fulfill his like the kingdom and the call on your life how's that been man it has been the craziest like um god story ever of just like even tasting and seeing like wow lord you actually call us to live like a radical crazy abundant life not just like a boring life 
that is predictable. And so um, long story short, I ended up saying no to going to grad school after the one year deferral. And so if I, if the Lord ever calls me back, I'll have to like reapply and stuff, which is fine. But um, it really took like a kind of like a big push on me to like fully obey the Lord's calling that he had on my life about like joining this missional community with the circuit riders um, and starting to run with their like women's ministry. Um, Mm -hmm. And so the first time the Lord actually spoke it to me, I was like, no, this is too good to be (laughs) true. Like, I don't know. But then my friend who I was talking with, she was like, I mean, what do you even want to do with your life? Like after, after you're done with delight. And I was like, oh, actually, last night I laid down the option of going to grad school. I laid that on the altar. Wow. So I guess I'm pretty free <laughs> to That's- obey. Um, and so it's kind of funny how even though I had that epiphany, like it still took like a, like, a lot of convincing from the Lord to be mm-hmm. like, I want your full yes. Like I don't just want like the surface level yes, but I want you to know that like I'm actually calling you to this specifically. Mm-hmm. Um and so um, it's funny because I ended up like really wrestling with the Lord in my heart about this. And um, I don't know if you guys, you listeners know this, but like a lot of our physical stuff is a, a full like reflection of what's happening in the spiritual or like representation of what's happening mm-hmm. in the spiritual. And so during this time when I was wrestling with the Lord, um, my hip actually popped um like I remember I yeah like I was filling out the application to join the circuit riders and I was still in my heart like okay God is this me like what's next I don't know I'm excited but like okay I'll just fill it out um and so I remember I was sitting crisscross applesauce on the ground Mm -hmm. and like something just like shifted in my right hip um and it ended up like it landed me in two emergency rooms within the next like 48 hours just like intense pain and really like like crying out to God like what is happening how did this happen I thought it was just a little like pop in the hip I didn't realize it was this big deal um but eventually like that that pain went away and one day I was explaining it to a friend and she said like wow just like how the Lord popped Jacob's hip when he was wrestling with him oh my goodness yeah and so I think that was one of my aha moments of just knowing like wow the Lord is like actually real and sovereign and he is actually in control and like he's in this with me it's not just me trying to toss and toil but like he's actually playing like the key role like he's the main star in all of this um and then that very day Um, one of my friends gave me a verse to meditate on and she had no idea what all was happening um, Mm -hmm. in my life we were just kind of catching up Um, and she gave me the verse um, Philemon oh let me find it it's like Philemon verse 21 or 22 Um, Philemon 121 sorry it says confident of your obedience I write to you knowing that you will do even more than I say wow and so just receiving that word from the Lord it was like okay God 
<laughs> like I couldn't help but just like laugh with the Lord of like, okay, <laughs> I'm doing this and it's gonna be a wild ride. It's already been a wild ride, but like we're in this. Like, Lord, you literally just said confident of your obedience. Like, wow, you've given me these like, instructions because you know that I will obey. Um, and so I think that was a really big honor to just like take on as well. Like, yeah, wow, the Lord like chose me and he trusts me to obey. And so now I have to. Yeah. Wow. I love that. I didn't know like all of that into detail. I remember when that was kind of when that was happening. Um, but it's I didn't I didn't know that like the story of Jacob and the hip and that is that's so cool how God has like revealed himself to you in like new ways and also kind of how he like how he, how he was speaking to you in that season um yeah. like yes Tiffany I'm calling you to this like yes you need to do this so I don't know it's so cool like in this season that you're in right now of transition how you're able to see him in like a new light and see his character um mm-hmm. kind of come alive in that so that is amazing and I'm just so proud of you and I feel like everyone needs like a Tiffany in their life to (laughs) to like look up to and um I feel like I just feel like you model love and obedience and meekness so well in your life um Yeah. yeah and I believe that like where you're going right now he's gonna like just take you so like so much so so far um just because of your yes and just because of your obedience and not because you're giving like half or okay god i'm gonna just do this but like you're so open to what where he where he wants you to go and you're so open to um just like your yes is your yes is 100 percent it's not like 20 percent or 50 percent or even like 98% but it's 100% and I believe Mm -hmm. that he's just gonna honor that so much and um, because of that um, your life will be a testament of his goodness and so I'm so proud of you and I'm so thankful that um, we were able to have like a convert I think we can go on and on about this topic but um, I'm thankful that you took the time to just kind of share about your journey with obedience and kind of talk about what that meant for you, what that looks like for you. Wow. Thank you so much for having me, Bria. Like, yes. even being able to recap all of this has been, like, the sweetest reminder for me to to remember the Lord's faithfulness, like, as I'm getting ready to go into another season of, like, crazy wild yeses and a lot of change um it really does ground me to just like remember like the goodness of the lord by sharing it with you guys yeah yeah i love that so tiffany before we go i would love for you just to like share first for that person listening um if they're struggling if they know the lord is calling them somewhere um and they're struggling to kind of to do it or to kind of make sense of what it is um what is some what's like one thing you would tell them what's something you would tell that person wow I would say um like take courage like take heart Mm -hmm. um that what the Lord is calling you to it might seem scary or unconventional but um because the Lord is good it's gonna be good like whatever Mm -hmm. He ends up calling you into it's going to be good mm-hmm. um and so 
he really just wants like simple obedience like no strings attached no conditionalities he just wants your yes um and I promise like if you give it to him you won't regret it um this actually reminds me of a song that just came out by Met by Love or MBL for short Mm -hmm. um the song is called Take Courage and it talks about how like the lyric is there's a yes in our heart I love that, that. carries yeah. through eternity mm-hmm. um, and then it says simple obedience it oh, changes history, history. Yeah. and I really believe that like our simple obedience has a part in changing history because our simple obedience is tied to someone's deliverance somewhere mm. like they're waiting on our yes to just yeah. like carry the love of Christ to them mm-hmm. or to go preach the good news or to go um, do something that the Lord would do. Like they're waiting on our yes to be that vessel for God's love. Um, and so, yeah, I would encourage that person, like just take courage and just say yes, because it's going to be worth it. Wow. I love that so much. And I also love that song. Um, that's really, really, really good advice. So Tiffany, I thank you so much for um, just being here. I love you. I'm so excited for you. Thank you so much, Bria. I love you. Like, you have been the sweetest, like, sister and just gift throughout all of this. That just constantly reminds me that, like, the Lord is sovereign and he's, he gives good gifts. And so, yeah. Kind. Thanks, Tiffany. Well, um, this is gonna, we're gonna end our episode for this week. I really hope that, um, you all really enjoyed this episode of just kind of hearing Tiffany's story, um, and how the Lord has, um, really, like, um used obedience in her life and yeah thank you guys so much for listening and i will see you all in another episode bye tiffany bye bye Well, friends, that is all for this week's episode. I pray that you enjoyed it. I hope that it was insightful for you. Be sure to stay up to date on all things Abide and Thrive on Instagram at Abide and Thrive Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I will see you all in another episode next week. Bye.